Welcome to the New School of Success. I'm Nick Maytash. And I'm Julian Rosen, and we are here to turn the game of success on its head. No more hustle, no more grind. Just the tried and true principles to help you win at life on your own terms. Class is in session. Ding dong, ding dong, class is in session. That was the bell after the bell. Mm. You know, because when you're a cool kid, you go, I don't, I don't go to class on the first bell. That's just a warning bell. I like to be late. So I wait for the second bell. Were you one of those children, Julian? No, no, no. I was like, oh, my God, I better go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be late. But grown-up cool Julian is like, welcome, everybody, to the new school of success. Glad we got there. There we, we are. go down that tangent. That could have been a long one. Um, so today... We have another bomb for you, especially in the light of all of this COVID, MRSA, SARS-19 mm-hmm. crisis going around town. Swine flu. Mm-hmm. Swine flu, divine flu. And so really, it's just a matter of consider this one a wake-up call. Consider this one if you're like, man, I've kind of just been in a lull here, you know, waiting for the government to say stuff, waiting for Trump to do things, waiting for this, waiting for that, like... We got some good stuff for you today so that you can turn that waiting into fulfillment fun in the sun. So first and foremost, though, Nick, we got to highlight a fan. We got to call them out, shout them out and make them feel important. I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. We we have a a couple new reviews over here on the podcast, which we greatly appreciate. And frankly, we're mentioning it so that you understand. We'll shout you out if you leave us one. So. Leave us a review if you enjoy some of the things that we're about to talk about. But this is coming, this is coming from uh, a fool in Pittsburgh. I have a feeling I know who this person is. Um, but it says, love the podcast and the insight does a great job at pushing you to get past your boundaries and be the best that you can be. Huge mm. Nick and Julian fan, I'm sure he meant to write. He just said huge Nick fan, but I'm sure he meant huge Nick and fool Julian. In Pittsburgh, you can go get out of town. To a different town. <laughs> Aside from Pittsburgh. All right. So, Julian, you said today we're going to uh, give some people a wake-up call. Um, Obviously, the COVID health crisis uh, has given people a wake-up call in some ways, whether those wake-up calls have been to fear and anxiety and and worry and all of that. Um, But we're looking for a different kind of wake-up call because we're not about preaching all that fear over here at the New School. So, Julian, what kind of wake-up call are we trying to deliver to these people today? Of our life we've been taught to relinquish our personal agency to authority. Like it's just, it's just how it is. Like we are, we're made to be very good worker bees. Like if you go through the public school system, it just, it's just kind of the thing, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, like this is the teacher. The teacher knows more than you. These are the teacher's rules. If you don't abide by the teacher's rules, you get punished. Right. And so man, like that, and this isn't like a government conspiracy theory thing. I'm just saying the way that the current system was set up when the majority of us went through it, it was to produce these validating seeking worker bees that like when the authority jumps in and says things, we're like, Oh, I better put whatever I'm doing on hold because the authority is speaking. Right. Mm -hmm. And right now it's like, okay, so we have our governments, our local governments, our national governments being like, stop, pause until this, put everything on pause until this, but work on pause until this. We'll give you an update at the end of the month, just hang out in your house and watch the news, right? And so a lot of people are in this holding pattern. They're like, oh, okay, uh, I was gonna launch my business, but I'm gonna wait till this is all over. Um, 
oh man, I was, I was finally getting on my fitness routine, but I got to put that on hold until this is over. Oh man, I was doing all this personal development and had this great morning routine and all that. But like, this is a big monkey wrench. So I'm going to wait till all this is over. I'm going to wait till all this is over. I'm going to wait till all this is over. And we've talked about conditionality on this show before. And conditionality is basically convincing your subconscious mind that an if then statement is true. So once this happens, then I will be this. Once I have this much money, then I will feel successful and worthy. When I have more time, then I'm going to get to the gym and be this super jacked, healthy alpha male. Um, and the reason why this is a problem is because we are so powerful that if we commit and subscribe to that, if then statement, we put ourselves on this treadmill that we literally won't allow ourselves to experience the thing until to experience the feeling, the state or whatever, until we have the thing. But because the state is what produces the thing, we actually deprive ourselves of the feeling that we want in the thing that we want. Right. So conditionality is powerful if you subscribe to it, but also not necessary, right? It's not necessary. So this is my long winded rant saying that we're all in a holding pattern because if you look outside, you look on the news, it kind of seems like everyone is. And we have a, we have a very credible authority figure saying, yes, everything stays on pause. And so, and I've been guilty of this kind of like waiting around twiddling my thumbs like, what can I do today? And so we're here to let you know that we can do whatever the fuck we want to do today. So we're punching conditionality in the butt crack or butt crack. <laughs> so that we can, we can start to continue to build a life of purpose and fulfillment. So Nick, what does this mean right now? Like you get the gist of what I'm saying. Sometimes I don't even get the gist of what I'm saying. I just keep talking like Michael Scott. Um, but talk about what I'm talking about. And then what is one way that you're actually doing that? What is one way you're like, screw conditionality. I'm, I'm, I'm still living life. I'm still building life. I'm still moving forward. I'm still Xing the Y and Zing the W, right? That was an interesting last one. That was, that was fun. Um, before I get to that, just understand that we are not um, promoting for you to go outside and start sneezing on your neighbors here. Uh, we're not saying that you can go run free and run wild. Um, obviously, do things that are responsible and safe and, and don't make this COVID thing worse than it already is. So there's that. But yeah. within the, uh, the circumstances that we are being dealt in terms of the health crisis, we need to also understand that we're not crippled by said circumstance and we do have some say and agency in, in what we get to choose to make of it. So yeah, we're trapped inside of our homes for the most part. We're quarantined. We're not going out and going to the club and to the bars and, and to work for most of us, um, unless you're essential and to those essential people, thank you. But there's still plenty of things that we can do and, and conditions that we have previously maybe have been attached to that are no longer there, but we don't have to allow them to hold us back. So Julian kind of spoke to a couple of things that we might feel we have put on hold. So health and fitness wise, like we might've had this sweet workout routine and your mind convinced you like this workout routine will be the gateway to that six pack to get me ready for the summer. And now that you can't go to the gym, you have said, okay, I can't work out until they told me that I can go back to the gym. And the fact of the matter is the condition of the gym is just a warehouse in which it holds some weights that you can go and move your body in. It's not the place and the only place that you get to work out. You could easily just do push-ups and air squats at home. And that is a workout that is moving your body. Um, and it'll keep you in shape. Now, will you get shredded to the nines? Eh, maybe, maybe not. But the point is you still have the opportunity to move your body. Also the condition of, oh, I was going to start this business 
but now everything's on hold. People don't want to spend their money. All of that is just a perception. So if that's your perception that nobody wants to spend money and that's the reason you're not going to start your business, um, it's not that you shouldn't start your business. It's that you should shift your perception and understand that people are willing to invest uh, money into what you have, what your ideas are. I mean, Julian, you can probably back me up on this, but there's people that have invested in my coaching service since this thing has gone, gone down. And that's just proof for the listener that there are people willing to put money where it is valuable to them. Are they spending a little bit more um, conservatively? Maybe, sure. So, but everybody has their own approach to how they want to live within this. And you having the perception that whether it be business or otherwise, that people aren't operating as, as usual is, is just going to cripple you from doing things that you want to do. So if it's the business that you wanted to start that you're now waiting for, or the gym membership that you were going to have, and now you can't work out, or at least that's your perception. It's not about waiting for the circumstance to uh, resolve itself. It's you shifting the perception of this is the only way that I get to have this thing. You think that the normalcy of life was the way that your business got to work or the normalcy of life is how you got to stay in shape or the normalcy of um, my connection to my family and being able to see them in person was the only way that I got to feel connected to them. It's just that you have to be more agile in how you go about doing all the things that you would have done before COVID. So it's again, not about the circumstance itself, because it's there and you can't change it uh, unless you are some superhuman doctor that's awesome and going to change the world in that way. Cool. Do the thing. But if you're just someone that's twiddling their thumbs, <clears throat> pardon me, listening to this podcast and like, I, I can't control COVID. You're right, but you can control how you're thinking about and feeling about what you're allowed to do within all of that. So the conditions that you used to see as the gateway or the path to doing the thing that you wanted to do, it's gone. And that's okay. It doesn't dismiss you or disallow you from doing the thing. It's just that you have to find a different path that will work no matter what the conditions are, work no matter what the circumstances are, because that's going to be the one that, whether it's COVID or some other national emergency, you still get to operate and, and live in the life that you want to live. So it's, it's really almost a, a gift for some of us here that we get to remove those circumstances and conditions that we felt were the only way that we get to make this happen. And it gives us the opportunity to think about it in such a different way that, you know, if you can respond to this national and, and global pandemic in a way that you actually build some foundational truth and how you get to build businesses, build a body, um, stay connected to people. Like if you can do that within all of this, just imagine what it's going to look like when things go back to quote unquote normal, because you're going to be riding with more, uh, rock solid foundation rather than waiting for your circumstances to line up so that you can actually do what you want to do. Now I've rambled like Michael Scott for a while. So yeah. Julian, what say you? What say you? Um, so what we talk about on the show doesn't change. <laughs> like the rules and the laws don't change. Nictilia, right? A law is a law is a law, right? Universal is universal is universal. It's always at all times. So when we talk about how your we talk about all these things about how your inner world translates to your outer world, right? And how that's true on a quantum level, on an epigenetic level, on a evidence-based psychological level, on a woo-woo law of attraction level, like ah, the woo. love the woo. And so just like COVID doesn't change the laws of the universe. You still create your reality. And like Nick was saying, in this month when a lot of people are like, put everything on hold and contract. Nick's growing his business. You know, 
And I was telling Nick earlier, um, the coaching business that my partner and I run, we just had like a, not of the year, like we just had a record setting month period. Like what was made in January and February, like combine it and double it. And we still surpassed that in March, a month when everyone was supposedly going into scarcity mode. Now there's nothing different inherently between me and Nick or Nick and you or me and your uncle, like we're all humans. We all have the same power to create. We all have the same agency to choose what to think, how to feel, right? Or how to react to the feelings that we don't choose. So we are actively walking the walk. This isn't just rah, rah, foo-foo. Like you get to control your experience. And there's this awesome book that it's called The Dynamic Laws of Prosperity. And it's, it's old school, uh, not that good of a read. So I'm not saying go read it, but it is a cool experiment in that. I think it was the, maybe the 50s. There was a really, there's a pretty nasty recession in the South, like Alabama, Louisiana, like not a lot of good things were happening down there in this time. And this, this lady, Catherine Ponder was like, okay, I'm going to go teach these laws of consciousness, these laws of prosperity to this, to the people in this towns and these regions that are depressed where there's no work, right. And everybody's in this fear and scarcity mode and show them what's up. And so she comes in and she's teaching them what we're teaching you cause and effect your thoughts, your expectations, your emotions, create your circumstantial reality and town by town in the midst of this deep shitty recession, people are getting jobs, two jobs. People are tripling their income. People are coming into inheritance. People are doing all of like these amazing things are happening in this, you know, in this area, in this region where the, you know, these individuals were like, I don't have any control of what's happening. I'm in a recession. The recession is controlling my life. Oh my God, woe is me. And this lady's like, Nope, you have control. Here's why it's your divine ability. It's your birthright. Use it, use it, use it. And then boom, 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 boom. People start waking up. People start um, changing their financial reality in a time when, you know, the financial climate was poopy. It was all hooky kapoopy. And so, you know, it's just, it's cool to see, cause it's all nice to talk about, especially when things are going well, like, yeah, we're creating a reality, man. Jazzercise is fun in the, like, but like, it's also important to be like, no, no, no. Like, even in the midst of all this crazy madness, like Nick is growing, my business is growing. Yours, what, like whatever your mission is can still be growing if you're the one nurturing it with thoughts, emotions, and expectations and actions that align with that predetermined fact. So it's just, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's, a, it's worth a, ch- a stroke of the chin. Mm, yes, a stroke of the, the beard that's getting a little unruly on my end. Um, <laughs> but... It, what, what I think is, is very important to understand here too is I'm sure that this woman who went through all of these towns and had these talks and made sure that like people understand these universal laws, the people that experienced change from that had to be open to what she was saying. And if you are sitting in your seat and you're listening to this and there's a part of you that's like, okay, universal law, cause and effect. If I think something different, if I feel something different and maybe have a different expectation of where this is headed, maybe it will be different. But then and there's other side of you that's like, no, that's, that's bullshit. We have to stay inside for the next month, two months, however long this lasts. There's no way that this could be true. If you're not open in a way that isn't contradictory, like if you, you have to come to the table and um, 
truly say, okay, whatever Nick and Julian are saying, whatever the universal laws are, maybe I'll do a little more research for myself. It's, you have to have the openness. If you're going to keep reflecting back to what we're saying to you and what this woman in the fifties was saying to the people down in the South, if you keep reflecting back, well, COVID's here and I can't work and my business is closed and I can't see my family. If you keep reflecting back the circumstances that are pinning your mental state and your emotional state down, it's going to be very, very difficult to open yourself up in a way that these universal laws actually get to play out. Because if, if you're just trying to pay lip service to them and do the law of attraction and like, you know, do your gratitude and do your visualization, but at the same time, think when this COVID stuff goes away, this will actually matter. Like it matters in this moment, because frankly, this moment is all you have. So if you have the openness and, and really dig into it with almost like this cheerful expectation that Nick and Julian are right. I'm just going to, you know, go on a whim and trust them I, and, and not lean into all the stuff that I'm hearing on the news and everything that all my parents and, and, um, and, you know, relatives and friends are saying like that I have to just sit on the couch and watch the news for the next month or two until they tell me I'm allowed to go back outside. Like just have the openness. Cause that is where the circumstances feel they, they remove their, um, their power when you have the openness to look away from them and look towards what it is that you actually want out of this. So if that's a business, cool, lean into what that vision of the business is, what it means to you, um, why it would be important, whether in COVID circumstances or not for that to be a thing for you. Uh, if you have some kind of passion project that you've put off and haven't had the time for, like now's the time, lean into it and have an openness that it gets to be a thing. Even if everybody else is saying now is not the time we have to hold up in our, um, in our bunkers here until someone, some higher power, maybe Mr. Trump tells us that we're allowed to go out into the public again. And it's, yeah, you should stay home and stay safe, but that does not mean you have to, uh, you know, cripple yourself in your ability to, uh, to have any kind of say in what goes on while you're staying home and staying safe. I made a post on Facebook earlier today, um, this being very early on, on a Saturday morning that like a tiger in a cage is still a tiger. Nobody's going to get up inside that cage and think that it's not a tiger. It's still a powerful animal that's going to rip your freaking face off. Just because you're trapped inside of your home doesn't remove your power to think and feel and have expectations and act. Can you go out into physical places like you used to at this time? No, but you still have this powerful agency of sitting where you are and really doing that inner work that allows the universal laws to line up for you. But if you keep thinking that I'm inside this house, how can I possibly create something that's meaningful to me? That thought is the literal thing that's going to cage you in more than your house is. So you have to have the openness. You have to remove your attachment to what was and, and how it used to be and how those things were actually the reason that you got to live the way that you wanted to. The reason that you get to live the way you want to is because you think, feel, expect, and act aligned with what you actually desire. That's it. So it doesn't matter if you're trapped inside your house or not. It doesn't. If you want to make something happen of it, out of this scenario, just made up a word, scenario and situation. You just have to do it. And this is coming from a loving place. I don't want you to feel like you have to work your ass off while in quarantine because that's, that's just as silly as, as, you know, hustling and grinding in, in 
quote unquote, the normal world and just burying your face in a project to bury your face in a project. Like you don't have to spend time with family, <clears throat> spend time in stillness, read books, meditate, do all the things that you feel are necessary to feel good amongst, uh, amidst this weird circumstance that we're experiencing. But yeah, you have time and you have the agency. You're not crippled in any way uh, just because you're inside your house. That's it. And the thought cage thing, like maybe that should be a t-shirt because that was good. Thanks, man. Thanks. Thought is, is, is more of a cage. And that is true. Like our thoughts are either cages or mega highways to where we want to go. Like it, you can ride that shit to fun town or you can just continue to run into that wall. And so, and, and also, yeah, what Nick and I are saying is like, it doesn't have to be as big and as bold as launching a business. No, it can be, you know what? I'm going to make a fucking memory with my family today. Mm-hmm. I'm going to build a pillow fort and dress up like the tiger king and and just be silly as hell with my family today like whatever it is like we don't have uh, to put the ex- full expression of our love on hold because of quarantine right like yeah. there's just get creative get fun like i guess what we're telling you is and you never need our permission to do anything but sometimes external permission helps like mm-hmm elevate your thought process outside of the quarantine bubble. Like, because typically when we're like, okay, this is quarantine time. I'm having quarantine thoughts. Well, quarantine thoughts produce quarantine feelings. And really our thoughts and feelings create the menu of our available actions. Right. Mm -hmm. Based on how we're thinking and feeling out of the literally billions and billions and quadrillions and super zillion Google plexillions of potentials. Mm -hmm. When we zero in on a very small spectrum of thoughts and feelings, we take that menu and break it down to like three or four things. Hmm. We act like being vegan. Yeah, it's like being vegan. We act from how we feel. Yeah. We rationalize from how we feel. Right? So it's like, that's why you can have a Republican and Democrat in the room. They could be like, hey, this is why I'm right. Look at all my stats and my stories. And then the other person's like, well, I'm right too, because look at my stats and my stories. And they're both literally looking eye to eye, each one thinking that they're right. Why? Because deep down, they just feel they're right. right. Thoughts are here to justify our feelings. Our feelings, the ones that we don't choose, they come from somewhere else. Those are the yes. ones we've got to be super sneaky careful about. So I say, if you're listening to this, make today intentionally different than yesterday. In spite of all the quarantine stuff. Do something cool for yourself, for someone else and, and get that feeling back. Ooh, yeah, I do have the power to do a thing. And that, and that, and that can spiral into a lot of cool things. Yeah. That's what I say. I, I like what you say. And I like that it also can be, uh, again, this doesn't have to be a let's conquer the world with our new business idea with all this extra time here. It can just be that I'm going to create a memory with my family. It could just mean that I'm going to work out for 10 minutes it could just mean like I have this guitar over here next to me that my wife lovingly got for me for my birthday a couple of years ago and I hadn't picked it up in a long time. And last night I was like, now's the time. I, you, I have you want to start a little duo? Well, we have a ukulele on the way so my wife and I can jam. We're going to make a family band. I but, need uh, it. If anyone can help me tune my ukulele, I'll Venmo you 50 bucks. Go... Uh, <laughs> 
sidebar. We'll talk about this after. I, <laughs> I, was have, an go- I have an app, but it doesn't work. Anyway, oh, back, to okay, back to it. The point is like, it doesn't matter if it's a guitar or a business or a workout plan or a family memory or just or a guitar spending business. or a guitar business. Yeah. How about that? It doesn't matter. A YouTube channel. It doesn't matter. Like you have time inside the, these walls that maybe you didn't have before. For some, that means extra time with family. Like I literally am seeing my wife and my daughter more than I ever, ever would or ever have. And it's been amazing. Now, are there parts of that that are a little frustrating that we can't go to the museum or we can't, it's a museum of play, by the way. I'm not like making her study art at two years old. This uh, is a rock. <laughs> a rock museum for children. Study the igneous. Um, <laughs> So like, are, are we limited in all the, the ways that we can go about spending time together? Sure. But we also are spending time together. And the more that you focus and bring your attention to the things that you're lacking in this moment, the things that have been removed from your life, the more that that's going to feel crippling and, and overwhelming and like it's closing in on you. And that, that is probably the source of why maybe you feel like you have to just sit and wait because you're focused on all the things that have left your life or the things that have been removed. But I just encourage you to also, you know, flip the script on that and look for the things that you have either gained or the things that you still can do within all of this. What are the good things? What are you grateful for? Like you got to shift the energy, shift the thought, shift the feeling, and then you get to do some stuff with it. Like play the guitar, play the ukulele, start a family band, do a workout plan, take down your Christmas decorations that you haven't yet. I might have some Christmas decorations outside the store that need to go down. Yeah, just leave them up, man. It's almost Christmas time again. Right. We're, we're rolling back into it. Nobody's coming into the house for the next nine months anyway. It's, it's fine. Eight months. Um, so the point being is, Julian and I, we've rambled a lot here. We've kind of talked in circles. We've, we've batted some things back and forth. But the point is, you, you have more options than you think you do. You're not restricted in a way that you can't do anything until somebody gives you the green light. The only person that needs to give you the green light is that little part of you inside that has convinced itself that we have to wait. So if you need permission, cool. Julian gave you some, I'm going to give you more. Here's permission. Do something with your time that means something to you. And if that means the business stuff, cool. If that means making your own coffee mugs, cool. If that means, you know, finding out new recipes to cook with the limited groceries that you now have or making a, a fort out of the toilet paper rolls that you have stacked up over the, this time together in your home. Like, do something and, and use it wisely and, and know that you still get to choose some awesome stuff even if some things have been removed. There's a lot here that you still get to use to your benefit. Hmm. Yeah, so I think as we, as we start to steer this one towards Finnish town, I, I don't know if there is a tangible taco takeaway right now. I think it really is more of a go explore your, like what would you, after hearing these words, give to yourself as a tangible taco takeaway? You know what I mean? Like what would you in your own mind tell yourself after listening to this? And what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Right? Nerd. What are you going to do about it? Sorry. So, didn't mean to call you a nerd. Didn't mean to call you a nerd. <laughs> Dweeb. <laughs> uh, I was watching a funny show and he's like, he had, he had bad grades. The kid had bad grades. He's like, I thought you were a nerd. He goes, no, I'm a geek. <laughs> he's like, totally different. He's like, oh. Or maybe he was, I don't know. It's, it's the Goldbergs. Funny show. Um, mm. And uh, give, it a, give it a whirl. But 
Yeah. yeah. I, like make this, let this episode be more, a little more introspective and be like, wait, what is the takeaway I want to give to myself in all this? What is the permission I want to give myself in all this? What have I been putting on the shelf and labeling later that I can actually take off the shelf and dive into right now? That would be your personal tangible taco takeaway Tuesday. Sure. And, and there's a likelihood that as we've been talking around this idea that you have time and options and aren't limited in the way that your mind might think you are, that there's, there's a likelihood that you already have something in mind. And yeah. that, could, that, that could be one of the many things that we've listed off here. It's just when you're done listening to this, what can you do today to honor that part of you that like knew that that's the thing that you need to move towards? whether that is the business stuff, the health and fitness, the family stuff, like what, is, what do you need to allow yourself and open yourself up to so that you can actually lean into it today? That's it. I don't have a checklist. I don't have a PDF I can offer you. Just honor the part of you that knew the whole time that we were talking and you were listening that this is the thing that you need to go and do today and do it. Sometimes it's, it's that beautiful. Sometimes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, Julian, anything else for the people or shall I take them to the bell? Oh, man. Oh, man. Hmm. Oh, take them to the bell. Take them to the bell.